0: Oh my god. We're back. We are back. Here we are. Post Episode Issues. I'm Phil the Issues guy and we're here for The Walking Dead season 5, episode 1, No Sanctuary. The season premiere of The Walking Dead. It seems like forever that we've been waiting to talk about this show and I've tried I've tried really really hard. I've tried to ignore all the previews, to not watch The endless spoilers that come up for things here and there. So, I'd be completely surprised and taken aback by what was happening tonight. And I was super excited about this. This is one of the best Walking Dead episodes I've seen in a while. So much action, so beautiful to watch. It was great, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are back here. It's been a while. I'm in the new studio, the Red Room. And we're I'm here. And this is the first time tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button. We're going to do a lot of post episode recaps and discussions about shows and movies and things, whatever we want to talk about. And with me, as always, for The Walking Dead, is my co host, Joe Dirty Locks. How are you doing, Joe? It's been a while.
1: Just fine. Just fine. Very excited. To- oh, speechless holy Hopefully, shit this goes away by the time we get
0: talking <laughs> i mean i'm losing my voice talking about it already i'm not we're both in different locations this is the first time both of us are podcasting in the individual location so so bear with us with any technical difficulties or anything but holy shit what a premiere total bloodbath enough zombie killing to defeat to, 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 to basically there was more zombie killing in this episode than there was probably in all of season two just in this episode.
1: Definitely quite a bit. Oh. It was nice it was nice to see too. Uh you know, eventually they're gonna get to be killing too many zombies. Uh they'll just be straight zombie killing wall to wall. None of this uh drama in between. And I guess that's
0: the that's the parallel that The Walking Dead walks, no pun intended. It's how much of it is a human drama show and how much of it do we need blood and gore and Pure carnage. I personally enjoy the show when it leans oh, they more. They get
1: the balance just right.
0: They're they're there now. They the the last season and this season they're hitting their stride and really doing that balance at first. Because I think at somewhere in the middle they got lost a little bit too much into the human emotional stuff, and it and that's why I'd say season two was my least favorite season. But season one was a great balance as well.
1: But yeah, yeah, straight from the farm through the through the town. You know, uh, Pleasantville, whatever the hell it was called, I can <laughs> Mayberry, Mayberry, yeah. Go- Governorville, Go- Governorville. Yeah, but, I'm glad I forget. I don't. I hope nobody writes in the comment exactly what it is because I'm glad I, I want to forget.
0: Yeah, the, the horrible things happened in that town. We we want to forget. they will pop into our head somewhere, somewhere throughout this episode. But we are back. It's been a while. Uh, but, but if this is your first time, like I said, please hit the subscribe button, check it, check us out. Every week we'll be talking about The Walking Dead and, uh, recapping what happens in the episode and, and I'm a bit just taken aback right now because that was just so fucking awesome on so many different levels.
1: (laughs) It really was. There was some great final, uh, final evolution to some character that start to a couple of characters that started that I'm kind of, uh, excited about. I finally, got some good things to say about a few people that. Uh, yeah,
0: I don't want to get into it too early because we'll talk about all these characters. But fucking Carol turned into Rambo awesome. tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. I still can't agree with the killing of the two people in the prison, but where she is at this point Jesus is Christ out, heads up, good. She's Sh- in a good place.
0: I, I, I mean, oh. I. I I'm jumping my notes here, but she is the the zombie apocalypse Jack Bauer right now. The way she snuck oh, wow. in there and did everything, she's yep. re- she's reaching Bauer like levels of of competency here.
1: Now we might have two ninjas on uh on the team there, samurai and a ninja.
0: <laughs> and it did answer one of my other questions that I've had about The Walking Dead: Why we haven't seen someone else pull the whole. Pull the whole trick that Rick and Rick and Glenn did in season one where they cover themselves in the zombie guts and turn themselves into a zombie. I think we saw Michonne do it at one point as well when we first met her, and her whole thing with her pets and everything was a big part of that. But but it was it was interesting to see Carol do that and show how equipped our members of our crew are. Which yeah. Which leads us perfectly to the beginning of the episode, which starts at the end of last season in in A, where Rick basically says, "You're fucking with the wrong people."
1: Uh, you you got to be very happy that they picked up from exactly where they left off. I mean, there was a lot of. T- I like you tried to stay away from all the previews and trailers and everything like that, but it's hard to, and it's everywhere. It's all over Facebook, Instagram, all the all the memes everywhere, everything.
0: We we uh, live, We live in a very spoilery age that you have to be very careful. and and we're we're coming from a podcast that discusses a show. So if you tune into this podcast before you say the show, we're we're all about the spoilers here. But we're talking about the show. I'm saying before things even even come out, this a synopsis for this episode was released yesterday. a complete synopsis from beginning
1: to end that someone got and of that, this and who 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 read that? Who reads that? Who can't wait the extra day? Uh, I don't know. Do you read it? I don't read it. I don't read that synopsis. I'll read that synopsis later on when I'm like when I'm going to rewatch the whole season to begin with. I'll read the synopsis as as I'm going. <laughs> stuff like that. But no, no not not the day before the premiere. You want to be surprised. And the the one or two things I did see, I saw Rick with a beard.
0: Yeah. which picture, is uh, why I got the beard. I got the beard going on. I got the Rick beard.
1: And uh the the wind up that they've been pumping, you know, with the bat behind Glenn. So So do you do- those and, are the, that was all I saw. So,
0: Do you open your presents before the, the presents or your birthday presents? If you find them in the closet, did you did you open them up and try to peek what you were getting? Oh,
1: no. uh, we we usually, like, it's your birthday, and then, like, a week or a month before or something like that, that's when we start giving each other presents. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we're not waiters. We're just here. This is your birthday. Here you go. Here's a bag I of change. A month away, but <laughs> Who knows if we'll have the money by then, yeah. you know?
0: Here's a bag of change. Go buy some candy. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> so, but we did start, we start where we left off, you know, they're messing with the wrong people. And from, like I said, I'm, I was trying to avoid the previews, but as Joe said, it was everywhere. You, you couldn't completely avoid the previews and at minimum, I knew that everyone wasn't in danger because you saw everyone in the previews. And just we're, if you were just we're, watching the station, if you were just watching AMC, uh, it, you couldn't help it because it would just they'd flash by. Oh, here's this. Per- I've seen every single person that I was worried about alive before the season started. <laughs> and I try to avoid everything
1: Well, up until. Well, when, once we get into it, I was I wasn't worried about Glenn. But then once we get into the show. I start getting worried a little
0: bit. I was worried a little bit about sur- that there was going to be a couple of surprise roles, right. and <laughs> and I do respect the show too for any of the preview matters leading into the season. Made it seem like this season was going to be a whole focus when they were showing previews from the whole season that it was going to be a terminus focus, and we might have gotten through it all in this one episode. Yeah. I'm in, I'll be interested to see. I think the, I think we did leave it open for the bad guys to come back with, but we'll we'll get there. Let's get into the episode. So so the whole thing starts out with a then and now sort of thing. Like like Well, we,
1: yeah, it starts out with a then.
0: Yeah, we get the text like like the pulp like the pulp fiction separated into parts of a movie. You know, then. This is then. The when is this? This That's is stuff th- right down there. That, that was that was then.
1: This is now. And and for some reason, I know then is like past tense, but they did a, a good enough job making me think that that then was the actual future somehow. I, me too, but I thought they then, were playing with they, some time. They, well, yeah, there could be a future. It could be a future then, you know, they, they show then, and then they show Gareth, <laughs> that uh, sick son of a hurting bitch that, you know, all, uh, all bound up in uh, some... Yeah, yeah, and somebody being like, uh, what, what was it? Oh... We were we were just trying to be nice to them. <laughs> a, yeah. a few minutes <laughs> in. Rounded up like cattle's nice.
0: <laughs> a few minutes in here, Joe, and with this then and now, I feel like we're back in that scene in Spaceballs again with the, with the this when, when, when is this?
1: Is this now or is this then? This when will then be now?
0: Soon. Soon.
1: I wish I wish this could be the actual green screen. I could do it right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the future. When we when we get a budget. <laughs> so (laughs) it's so so, okay so the we we hear we see what's his name gareth from last season and we see these guys and we get a little bit of a back history but we don't know it's a little vague that they're saying we shouldn't have been nice to people we shouldn't have brought them in what'd you think was going to happen uh but but we're gonna get it back we're gonna get it all back and and we we see I think do we see Tasha Yar in there yet? No, I don't think we saw Tasha Yar.
1: I don't think we did see Tasha. I just think it was uh him and some other kid. And I don't know, maybe it was the kid from the Barrack, the the from that later on.
0: Oh, no, I think it was the guy from last season that ends up getting shot when Rick's holding him.
1: Okay. okay. It's Gareth's little brother.
0: Okay, So it's Gareth, whoever it is. They're, they're talking about giving us a little bit more of a history of Terminus. Oh, yeah.
1: He's the one getting butchered on the slab later. They close up, close they up on him a few times. A times.
0: And, and what's good about this, and, and I'm listening in the background as the people here and the people there are both watching The Talking Dead. I think I heard the writer say in the background that they put these scenes in because they wanted to give Terminus a little bit more support, a little bit more realism to show you the history of it and give you a little bit of a little bit more about it to not make these guys seem like faceless
1: bad guys to show that they that they had they they didn't make you think that at the at the start there was nothing about that scene that made me think it wasn't because it closes in episode a of last season which is the last episode it closes with you know that rick being like oh they don't know who they're messing with and and everything and then it opens up with them bound in one of these trailers the their captors bound in one of these trailers i'm thinking go rick yeah you know that's exactly what we were expecting now and then and then of course now <laughs> and when the now happens you're like okay let's see how we got there
0: yep it, it, exactly which is why again i i agreed with you it felt like the timetable thing was a little weird. Like we should have been seeing the future instead of the past.
1: <laughs> right. And all the way up into you know, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: But, it, but it makes, it ends up making sense at the end. <laughs> I almost think we sh- excuse me, we should have seen the end scene at the beginning or they should have just done all the flashback stuff at the beginning.
1: I, there, I like it. I like it. They, they, it was a, it was the, a, a very well done twist for TV to come. That was good. That was really good. The walking dead, walking dead. That was really great. Yeah, and 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 it delivered. It delivered gratification by the end of the episode. What they did, their little trick was, you know, it was for us, and it and it it delivered. we'll, it, we'll discuss it. You know. So so after
0: after the then we we get to now. We finally get to now, and all our heroes are sharpening up their weapons. And it's funny when I was right watching the episode, I, I started thinking about a it seemed like the beginning of a Rambo scene. And later I described Carol many times in my notes as, <laughs> as Shambo or, Ka- or Carol Bo Rambo Rambo, Rambo. over there. And uh, we hear Abraham, Abraham's voiceover talking some detail about just events from last season and that they're alive. And, and it's, it's, it's basically uh, they're getting ready to, to deal with anybody that comes to the door the next time that they come deliver them food or whatever we hear some voices from the outside that tell them all line up get ready and yada, yada yada and they're all they're like yeah we're gonna kill them you stab yeah they're the
1: wrapping belts that with spikes around their fists they've they've cut some they're using something to cut like uh to cut chunks of metal off of the sides of the of the crate that they're in of the train train car that they're in Rick is like,
0: you go for the eyes, then the throat. <laughs> right, blind them and then kill them. And then kill At them.
1: least you'll stun them enough. Maybe you can get someone else if someone else is there. Just do whatever you have to do. Let's go. But these
0: Terminus guys are like, we're not dumb shits. And they throw in smoke grenades and just smoke them out.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, a flashbang. And they're like, put your backs against the walls, which would face the, make them face the center, face the flash grenade. You know, that's pretty sadistic too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And so we're outside, and we Rick gets thrown down and beat. And we this is where we see some of the images that confirm if you had any doubt that these people are cannibals. We see a human body getting chopped up, and we see three bins that I that that I uh, freeze framed on. One said burn, one said feed, and one said wash. Burn.
1: Yeah, that's uh.
0: Yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. It's like wash dry fold at the uh, laundromat. You get you get burn feed wash here at Terminus. Here at Terminus, you get your Was it burn
1: or is it burn feed wash? Burn uh, feed wash. Okay.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure what the wash is for. Yeah, oh, not,
1: uh, wash the bodies.
0: Wash the bodies and wash and the- one is good for eating the feed must be the stuff that the meat that is worth it and the burn is on the burn pile is the the pile that's the no good stuff the stuff that you can't eat that you just burn okay so it makes sense it makes sense everything checks out (laughs) (laughs) click okay okay story checks out and uh as uh, Rick's being carried out, this is another thing I have to give this episode of The Walking Dead credit for. I think they stepped up the cinematography. I thought a couple of shots that they had uh, at the end, right,
1: with it like uh, you're cleaning your kill, you gutting yeah, it, skinning it, skinning all that. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. You I get, don't know what's wrong with my brain. <laughs>
0: you get a really good reflection shot off off a uh, off a bin to, with Rick's face. It was it was really visually pretty fucking awesome. And he gets bent over a trough and gagged and 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 zip tied his uh, limbs so he can't move. And we see a guy sharpening a blade and another guy going all Donatello with a uh, baseball bat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the uh, the preview that I, the one preview I saw. They like, so getting ready to. to- but the first person they swing on, of course, isn't Glenn. It's some blonde kid.
0: Oh no, that's what I'm saying. You 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 see our heroes, and then you see these like four other red shirts. Yeah, the red shirts from Star Trek. They're just like, hey, you. Uh oh, we're fucked. And
1: so, and so, is this when you start thinking that oh, maybe uh, someone else attacked the compound? Uh, you know, who who are these? Who are these people? Are these the other people from the other trailer? Are these their captors? What's going on? Mm, you got to just think because they started with that, with Gareth being bound, also. So you're, con- so I was kind of like, huh. I was even more confused because so I, I still, it still wasn't clear to me that we were starting right from where we left off.
0: Right, right. It, it it was interesting that they chose to start to start the episode with the terminus flashback, but I guess I guess there's no other place you put it besides the bookends of the episode. You have to right. you have to start and finish the episode with it to close out the story, and I feel yep. like it was a really good again, like you were saying, it's a really good use of uh, fucking with the time frame to show you probably the point in time if we're if we're really gonna dictate it, it was the point in time where all the original terminus members were initially cast out of terminus for all these murderous and rapist guys, and. And when they're in the midst of the planning point to go back in and turn it all into a and and to go all Rick Grimes and bite people's necks and eventually just feed them right. you know, and they
1: stuff. the either butchers, I guess,
0: right? Ex- exactly, because it's well, that thing that they said that I have written down. At the end. You, you're either the hunter or the hunter or whatever. One of those.
1: Butcher or the butcher. The
0: or butcher the or butcher the but yeah. Or the, yeah whatever their 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 cliche their particular cliche is that lets them rationalize their <laughs> evil behavior <laughs> so so uh, after after the guy sharpens his blade and does the leonardo and the donatello and uh, we see our blonde guy who makes eye contact with Rick where who we, who again we just know is 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 going to die and everyone sort of has dread in their eyes and i think our only good guys that are out there right now are Bob, Glenn, Daryl, and Rick—I believe.
1: Yep, all the all, all the men except the scientist and uh,
0: Eugene and uh, Abraham is is the other guy.
1: Yeah, Eugene and Abraham.
0: So the blonde guy we don't recognize. The red shirt gets hit in the head with a bat, and they cut his neck,
1: and then they re- rinse, repeat. So, yeah, the the well, the first guy they said on The Walking Dead is uh. The penguin. Oh, it was the guy that plays the
0: penguin on uh, on Gotham. Yeah, I didn't recognize him at the time. I'll have to rewatch the episode.
1: Oh, also in an earlier episode, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I just caught that one part.
0: So what do you think about the Terminus guy's uh, path to killing people? Baseball bat, knife? Do you think this is an effective killing strategy?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, you, you don't want... I mean... Sure, you can have them uh, yelling and screaming, or trying to gargle and, fl- and flop around after you cut their throat. But you know, the whack in the back of the head is good.
0: Tie down chainsaw, quick chainsaw. You're no, running with the
1: chainsaw. But you got to bleed them out. You, got, you want all the blood to drain. Ah, that's
0: true. You're true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You no, know, you
1: don't want that splatter from the chainsaw. Okay, again,
0: the again, I guess the story story checks out. Story checks out here.
1: Now, <laughs> I, I think they would have. Uh, Got been quicker to hang, rather than just let them all slump like that. You would, I would imagine, you'd want to do one at a time, hang them two. Yeah. Like thwap, bang, or you know thwap, slice, <laughs> and then just lift and lift the feet and hook them up.
0: And and then we get another really awesome shot from I think it's Glenn's perspective, as as he can see that he's good, he's almost next, he's almost next, and the blood is dripping down the trough. Filling up, oh, so disgustingly awesomely shot. I, I just, I just love the way this episode looked. It, it, it seemed to have a nicer video or, or film stock to it. It just, yeah. I just love the way that it just looked really horror movie ish vibe to it, and that, and I just, I just, I, I couldn't dig it enough. And uh, and right as Glenn's about to be the next one to get killed here, were you? Is this the point where you were scared for a little
1: Glenn here? Did no, no, no. I knew something was going to happen. I was hoping for like I thought I, all the way up until Gareth opens up his mouth. I was like, okay, this guy's going to get shot, or this guy something's going to happen to this guy. This it's not going to happen. I knew Glenn wasn't about to die. I knew they weren't going to start the season by killing Glenn. <laughs> that would just be a little too much after giving us. The entire last season of him chasing down Maggie.
0: Yeah, we need a little bit of Glenn and Maggie to find out Maggie's pregnant or something like that's gotta okay. happen. Exactly. So so then Gareth comes in and starts going all techno babble, uh terminus techno babble. Is the shock count right up? Or is the fourth fort round cut up of the BB Begs up going on? <laughs> or whatever he was saying, he starts going into this whole uh terminus talk.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's one. Want, he wants to know how many bullets they all fired during the roundup of Rick and everybody. And I'm thinking, how long did it, like, how long were they out there rounding up? You figure you would already have the count from your men that were doing the roundup by this point. I mean, how long were they in the trailer for? Where they were binding their knuckles and getting ready and all that stuff and cutting stuff off the train. And- it almost
0: makes me think that because of the whole bag situation. It, it was it was all a setup that he knew he wasn't going to kill any of those guys quite yet. And he just came uh, at the right uh. time to be like, muah, ha, ha. So because he just kept interrupting right before he was, they were going to kill Glenn. And he seemed like he did have an agenda to want to know what was in that bag. But right. but but who knows? I, I it, it just seemed a little it seemed for a, for a tightly wound episode it seemed a little bit plot contrivancy that we needed to save our char- main character's life by wait a minute uh, 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 is, is he dead yet uh, uh. Yep. there's yep. a little a little bit of that and almost comic relief almost a little comic comical so bob starts going talk to me and bob says the world can go back and
1: can i just say i love the magical television world gag that you can't Pronounce any any words. Sounds don't come through the gag whatsoever. Even sometimes when it's just a a, a perfectly pristine piece of <laughs> you know silver duct tape that somehow hasn't wrinkled or sweat off or any. It's like it's, <laughs> it's like the movie. Crazy. I love it. I just love it.
0: It's like the movie and TV matches that you can light on a wet on wet grass or something like that. Yeah. You know, oh, it's
1: it's lit. It's lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then when they put the the gag back on after Bob does his spiel about you know we have the cure we know the cure all this stuff they put the gag back on his mouth and it's like I'm a... and he just yeah, his voice dies. It's we fun, we can, we can bring the world back. <laughs> it was too. <laughs> yeah. he was clenching down on. <laughs> Come on, <up>, Bob. <laughs> Obviously, Bob needs some lessons. Not you know, too much teeth. <laughs> Too much teeth on that guy.
0: Yeah, but someone needs to take Bob aside and teach him how to properly eat a banana. A <laughs> yeah, how to pee, how to how to eat a peach for hours. So so we go to the uh, we go to the woods. Or I'm sorry, no, we don't go to the woods. Gareth un ungags Rick, and you better watch out because Rick's known to bite people. So you you <laughs> better back up a little bit. No, yeah. no,
1: he's got a, he's got a special plan for uh, for Gareth. He's not gonna bite Gareth. He tells us what he's gonna do to Gareth. Yep.
0: Yep. He he does. So he says he went into the woods with a with a bag and he saw him came back. What's in the bag? And uh, he, <laughs>
1: What what's in the bag? Tell me what's man? in the bag, what's in man! The bag? Bag, man. <laughs> oh, oh what's in the bag? I'm gonna kill Bob if you don't tell me what's in the
0: bag. And he, he holds
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: He holds them at a knife, and they have a little bit of the game. And finally, Rick says, uh, "It's not going to happen." And he motions a stabbing motion to uh, to to Bob, and he says, "Everything's in the bag—a gu- bunch of guns—and there's a machete with a red handle that I'm going to use to kill you with. <laughs> and uh, if you have a few minutes, we can get messy and go up uh, and go out there. Firing on them." and uh and then gareth says to the killer guys we have a few minutes for you guys to get messy then we need to put the public face back on terminus so do your business kill these people and we're and and let's get on with it bam we're into our opening credits the walking dead Oh, oh dun, dun, dun. following the opening sequence we go over to tyrese and carol and baby judith the luckiest baby on earth and they're st- yeah. and they're still walking to Survive,
1: down- survived the psycho girl. Oh
0: my goodness! But I just rewatched those episodes leading into it. I don't want I to go back.
1: The, I only watched USA. So
0: oh, oh my god, she is horrible. That poor, poor, the poor other little girl. that got killed by her. Uh, so so they're walking along, hoping hoping to catch up to Terminus. Carol says she's not sure if she's going to stay because she still feels uneasy about everything, even though. Uh, Tyrese seems more upset about the whole little girls dying thing than he does about his girlfriend being killed by Carol. I think he's he's way over that. That that's not even it wasn't it has wasn't even brought up. It isn't even an issue at all.
1: So yeah, she came clean to him. That that's and he was like, yeah, oh well, now yeah, I mean, <laughs> not quite that nonchalant, but you know <laughs> okay. he, he knows about it. Carol told him. You know, Rick still doesn't know that Carol told them, so Rick's going to carry that around for yeah, a while. Yeah, we're going we're to gonna, we're gonna him, have a scene. Or Tyrese tells him.
0: Yeah, we're going to have a scene yeah. next week that deals with that real quick. So uh, Tyrese takes Judith from Ka- Carol after they see a bunch of walkers. Wait,
1: wait, wait, why that? Why not a whole a Beth centric episode?
0: <laughs> Maybe we will. I, we're going to have a Beth. We are going to have something about Beth soon because it's i've I've already seen I've already seen a spoiler that she's in this season. So. I mean that's all I know. So I mean, we know she's a spin-off
1: over- series coming. What if they use her for the spin-off series? Like she's been taken. She's been captured by some, you know, cross-country driving black with thing with a cross on it. Have have you read oh, up on
0: Have you read up on the uh, on the spin-off series? I'm not even sure if it's going to we're, most likely they are probably going to bring at least one character over to the spin-off series. It'll, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. And I don't. I'm not even sure of the timetable of it quite yet.
1: Yeah. I know nothing about it. So,
0: so, uh, a, <laughs> so Tyrese uh, says, and this is what I don't get. Tyrese can't kill walkers because he's upset about the little girls.
1: Uh, stop Really? It. Is that what he said? Is that what he, they were saying?
0: Yeah. He take he takes the baby from uh, Carol and he says, "Explain, I can't kill them, not yet." To which uh, Carol replies that he'll have to one day before she realizes she sees more walkers are coming. And then she runs Tyrese says he can't kill. And that's what the whole thing at the end with where the guy forces him to go outside to kill all those walkers. Tyrese is having a little bit of he's feeling bad.
1: Well, at least he got over it.
0: He did real quick. Get, get over that.
1: Big fucking baby. Could you turn me down? (laughs) Could you
0: turn me down a little bit? I'm starting to hear myself a little bit. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, there I am. As they run further into the woods and off the tracks, they hide. As uh, we see a huge amount of walkers. A couple times this episode, they they did a really great job of the whole bit, scope of of a lot of uh, herds coming around. I liked it. Yeah,
1: there was yeah there was a they really let us see the masses again in this episode, which is something we've been lacking for a while.
0: And the walkers approach them and they're distracted by the gunfire that we hear in the distance at Terminus that, oh, I forgot to mention that as uh, as as they're about to uh, get killed, as, uh, as, as they're about to, our, our boys, our teammates are about to get stabbed and hit with baseball bats.
1: Bludgeoned, bludgeoned and sliced.
0: Some, some, uh, some explosions happen or some gunfight happens that sort of distracts them or that ends up happening in a few minutes here. I'm losing losing track a little bit. So as they run further into woods off the track, they they hide and they they're distracted by these 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 gun stuff as as Carol and Tyrese assess the situation. They continue back in the tracks questioning where that gunfire is coming from. Uh Tyrese Maybe maybe it's our friends. Maybe we should go towards there. <laughs> Tyrese questions where they want to even find out what's going on there. He's like it's like what the fuck? I don't even care. I don't even want to know what's going on here.
1: And Carol? Yeah, and Car- and Carol's like, too bad. We're going there. I'm leaving you there. I'm leaving the kid there, and I'm taking off.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't get... Again, I don't get what Tyrese is doing. I, I guess it is... I guess they're doing a good job of adding some elements of family similarity between him and his sister. Because last season, if you remember, when Bob, Maggie, and... And I forget, I'm blanking on Tyrese's sister's name. They were thinking about going to Terminus. She was the one that didn't want to go because she didn't want to find out whether, whether Tyrese was alive or not. The other two right. of them had to talk her into, into going. So maybe yep. it's a family trait that they're, that the avoidance issue. And maybe the, maybe it's a maybe it's a good job on the writers and the actors to add that parallel. So maybe it does make sense. I, I guess I just don't see why one would cause the other being so upset about this, what happened with the little girls and that causing you to pussy up a little bit? I don't know. I think it would... Mm. Well... I just think that they've made Tyrese a little bit of a pussy.
1: Well, you know, mm. the human psyche is very fragile. and And you would imagine that at this point, however many seasons or years or... You know, into the zombie apocalypse, the Walker apocalypse that we've gotten, you never know what it's going to take. The, uh, the one child murdering her younger sister and then to murder the baby <laughs> to prove some weird thing and then having to take that girl out back and put her down. That can that can traumatize some people. Oh, absolutely. It I no, Carol, but no doubt, yeah. I know Carol just shakes it off. Right. She had her breakdown. She lost her girl. Girls die.
0: Yeah, I just would think that Tyrese would be take take out some of that frustration on on zombies to save his life. You wouldn't just send Carol out there to handle all the business herself.
1: Yeah, you would think so, but you know. The human psyche is a fragile thing.
0: We go to the cabin in the woods where someone named Martin is setting up fireworks to create a
1: distraction. He's uh, oh yeah yeah. They walk right up on him. They hear this him talking. Right, and you got to imagine that that's a pretty stupid thing to talk about over the walkie-talkie. He says, he says, oh that that woman with the sword and that kid with the hat. You know, oh they're gonna (laughs) fall right into line once we bleed the others you know they walk up to hear that who else has walkie talkies that or scanners that are trying to listen and find people that you're just you know talking about bleeding and sticking people like that's going to detract some people from coming to terminus that's not in that's not stuff you want advertised
0: yeah it doesn't seem like with all the signs and everything these guys from terminus aren't the brightest bulbs in the world
1: not all of them anyway
0: It goes to what they were saying at the beginning what were you thinking to put ourselves in the situation these are the type of people that put up signs and encourage people to come to join them in the world that we live in now which is a very difficult place to have an open door policy
1: right you're Mm -hmm. talking about this is a a big peaceful sanctuary oh it's a peaceful place let's go they're they're only interested in killing walkers let's go take it
0: so carol so carol sneaks in behind him and tells him to drop the weapon and pushes a gun to his head which is
1: which is which is exactly i just meant to draw the parallel which is exactly the opposite of uh mayberry or blackberry or whatever it was woodberry thank you <laughs> <laughs> so it's like where the governor was we're gonna kill everybody and take what they have and bring only like select few back to the place women who can breed and marry the single <laughs> men that are here or whatever. You know that was the governor's stance for Woodbury, which is the exact opposite of what Sanctuary was, which was or Terminus, which was Sanctuary. And you know, as this episode let us know.
0: So Carol gets him, subdues this guy, and and she and he goes into that we only have the dude, we only have the samurai and the little boy. They're the only two that we have. She doesn't believe him, and Tyree says, and. And Carol's like, "I need to go and save the day. I need to go and kick some ass and go see what's going on in terminus. And Tyrese says you don't have to go, but she says, "You know what, Tyrese, stop being a pussy. I'm going anyway. stop be- she, well,
1: she's she's brilliant in that too, that she doesn't because she knows, and Katie pointed this out to me too. like she knows that that dude's got to die. There's no advantage to leaving him alive whatsoever. I'm kind of sur- I'm kind of surprised she didn't just kill him right there. which is which is to point. She left him alive and bound on purpose, knowing that Tyrese is going to have to kill this dude. Mm. Tyrese is going to do it because this guy's going to do whatever it takes to get away from Tyrese. So, so, because he he knows that when if Carol comes back, so, so he's a dead man. Then, so
0: we're getting somewhere here. Do you think that? carol is working on a deeper mental level in kind of you being a weird motivational speaker in some way to encourage the the murder death the mdk inside of tyrese
1: okay i i think that's the case i think this is the first i think teaching the kids in the library was smart and i liked the way she was going with that i've always maintained that killing those two i I agree sick was Superior, like, well, you're a hypochondriac, dude. Kill them all. You see someone with a cold, and you actually get a fever and have nothing actually sick. I'm Howie
0: Mandel fist bumping people from now on. (laughs)
1: Like you're like. So yeah, I see where you're coming from, but a, a rational person says, this isn't exactly how it works, Carol. I think you're overstepping by killing these two and playing in their blood with their d- sick disease bodies and not thinking you're just going to fall ill too. She was too valuable teaching the kids and helping this camp. Carol so and know?
0: Shane are the only two rational people in this universe. Uh, yeah, Shane. So, uh,
1: Lori <laughs> Laurie, Laurie too, right? Lori yeah, was, L- 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 was great. Anyway, so that being said... You know, take that, take that one weird <laughs> anyone one not of, named of, Dale. evolution out of it, and I like everything else that she's done. I liked what she did with, with the little girls. I like what she did. She came back. She told Tyrese. I like what she did here in this episode. She's very smart. She's finally not under the thumb of her abusive husband. She's finally like knows herself and knows what needs to be done. She's a mother. Katie made the point. You know, she's not going to discuss it with anybody. She she knows what it takes to survive. She failed with her own daughter, and she's not going to do that again. And she's not going to drag Tyrese along, not pitching in, and not killing zombies and protecting him and a baby. I'll take the baby. I'll go. You leave you there. You take the baby. You stay there. I'll leave. But I'm not taking a grown man around who's not going to contribute. It's just not going to happen. Tell
0: me about those rabbits, Carol. Tell me about the rabbits, Carol. Aren't these pretty flowers, Carol? <laughs>
1: those vicious fucking rabbits, and she'll take care of them just like that little girl did
0: so back at the cabin martin uh, i can't think of the actor but was he this was he 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 might he looked an l- awful lot like the guy that was in lost and he's been he's been this actor's been in tons of things he might not have been him might have just been an actor that looks like him. i'm blanking on his name but i thought he was he, the same guy that played this guy kenny on uh Ke- kearney or keeney on uh, on lost anyways uh, it
1: must have been a part of lost that i didn't see.
0: And he talks to uh, Tyrese, asking him about Judith and Carol. Tyrese is still definitely upset about what happened last season. It seems Martin's kind of poking at him. And, and th- the guy who played Martin, whoever it was, did an excellent job in the scene acting and really probing and pushing at Tyrese and asking if uh, the if the if, is the and baby his.
1: We've been through that. We've been through that. Oh, my God. You don't take prisoners in this world. Didn't we we learned that on the farm. You just don't do it. Carol knows not to take a prisoner. She did this on purpose. She she left him with that guy so that Tyrese would know he's got to kill him. He's got to kill him. He's got to kill to survive. And the, She and, left him there on That was brilliant by Carol, and I agree with Katie's viewpoint on that.
0: And, and that's what this guy's doing. He's giving him the whole uh, Joker speech. Batman, the only way to stop me here is to kill me.
1: And, right, and okay, all right. You know, I was thinking... Oh, I'm not gonna kill him, I'm gonna le- so when the walkers come by, I'm gonna stick them a couple of times, make them yell and scream so we can't <laughs> get away, and use them as bait so I can get away. Yep, Sh-
0: Shane. Him. Do what Shane does again. Do what Shane would do.
1: this world should be, you
0: know, WWSD <laughs> w- What
1: What would Shane do? That's
0: that's that's only question you need to ask yourself in the zombie apocalypse. What would Shane do? And Shane would well, shoot the
1: first thing he would shave his head.
0: No, no, he, he wouldn't. First he would shoot the fat guy and use him as bait, then he'd shave his head. He well, shaves
1: well, first he'd fuck your wife, then he'd then, shoot yeah, the fat guy. Yes, <laughs> yes, and then and then he'd say Carl. <laughs> he'd
0: Carl. Well what do you mean I can't find frogs with Carl? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so So this guy gives You know who's it. good at finding frogs? Lori's, Lori's good
0: girl, <laughs> Lori can find the frog every time. You know that's what makes Laurie such a good girl. She finds that froggy every time. She plays with those tadpoles all the time. So he gives a, he gives Tyrese a speech about the hell that they live in and being a boat stuck in the ocean or something or being out behind walls. Basically, tells him he's a good guy and because he's a good guy, he will die and the baby will die by the end of the day. Take the keys, get in the car, get the hell out of here, let me go, and you will live. If not, you'll die. I don't want to do this today. My schedule says eat some (laughs) human steak, um, burn some bodies, uh, count bullets.
1: Cause distraction and go home.
0: Yeah, I don't, I really don't have time to murder a baby. I'm sorry, that's just (laughs) not on the schedule today. Even though human baby meat is ba- baby veal is is a delicacy in the Terminus world, I don't have time. And uh, uh, and this leads us more to the attempt in this episode to, to paint the Terminus people as reluctant evildoers. Well,
1: but, at this point, too, I think we hear the big bang off in the distance.
0: This is when this is when this all happens. We switch over to Carol, who's walking amongst the walkers after making herself look like one. She
1: Finally, the trick from season one comes get back. back to revisit, which we've been wondering. Uh, I think they've done it one once or twice. Other Rick covered himself with a body when they brought the, their prisoner out with Shane to go get rid of him.
0: And and I'm pretty sure, as I said earlier, I think Michonne did it in an episode when she came to the when we when the the group at the prison first met her when she goes to warn them and tell them that uh, that Glenn is kidnapped, I believe. And uh, Rick and Company's in the... Di- and she can kind of look through her scope and she sees Rick and Company being held in the distance. And as she approaches the fence, she uses her s- sniper vision and uh, plays a little bit of uh, Sniper Scope 5 over here. And she uh, and she diverts attention as walkers are coming in the distance. Like a shit ton of walkers are coming. You just see huge army of them coming down the... St- Coming towards the prison, at uh, the prison, <laughs> because that's what it seemed like. Coming towards Turbanus, because it looked like that scene in the prison where there was just tons. And she also
1: sees Rick and uh, Rick and company, uh, bound and being dragged mm-hmm. through the square.
0: So this is where Carol turns into Rambo. She sets up a rocket, aim and <laughs> aims the rocket with the yeah, rifle.
1: Yeah, ba- barely. Like I, I want you to take that back. You need to retract that. She sets up a rocket, <laughs> which is miraculously aimed perfectly.
0: Hey, hey! She's like got. There's
1: no aiming. She doesn't fix it. She doesn't adjust it. She just puts the r- rifle down.
0: Listen, Joe. If puts you- a rocket in it. Listen, Joe. If you've given birth, you can aim a rocket.
1: A rocket that she's she's not fired off before. Like, she's from the. She, she, come
0: on, you like so you it. met you met her like husband. It. He he has plenty of fireworks on the Fourth of yeah, July. Yeah,
1: yeah. She's a redneck. She she knows her fireworks. <laughs> she knows her fireworks. Days. Come
0: on. Give Carol a little credit, Joe. <laughs> stop being a Stop being a doubter to the uh, to the, to her people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it lands directly on the tanker and blowing it up, sending walkers. Well, first she
1: shoots. She, first she shoots the tanker a couple of times. She puts a few rounds in it to get the gas, which which terminus has a full tank of propane gas still after all this time wonderful awesome joe
0: in fairness this part of the episode was directed by michael bay who came in and was like listen do you know what we need we
1: need some
0: walkers on fire how can we get some walkers on fire that's what this
1: there wasn't enough transformers for it
0: we need grimlock to ride i mean we need optimus prime to ride grimlock it's not gonna make any sense but we need it to happen And I think this was this was an element of they wanted walkers on fire. They wanted burning zombies walking towards the towards Terminus and they they felt like they needed a way for it to happen. And this was the way for it to happen.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, they also needed the distraction. They needed the because with that, after the firework, you know, we already saw the boom with Rick and them. that had already happened. So we saw the building shake and then get startled which we see again is from Carol shooting. And we don't know what it is at first when we see it earlier.
0: Yeah. They play uh, with which
1: time. Them, our three, uh, our four, our four from our, our crew, not getting their neck sliced and heads bashed in.
0: And th- this so, leads us into one of our cooler Carol moments yeah. where.
1: She... Oh, the best Carol moment yet. Uh, this is Carol at her absolute best and perfect. She's calculated. she, she knows exactly what she's doing she executes every part of this perfectly right down to putting the shotgun down against the fence in the perfect position not knowing yet that she was going to need to fire that rocket perfect yeah carol is in top form she's her senses are peaking
0: i loved it when all the some of the army of the walk, horde of the walkers were distracted and she saw the guy shooting at him and she just shot the guy it was it was it was, it was, yep. was...
1: talking about headshot yep yeah. totally she she was... stepped she stepped into the shadows into the doorway and then lined up her shot perfectly and took him out. And he was kind of like standing up against a wall, trying to take out the onslaught of, of walkers, the on, herd of walkers coming towards them. So it was very it was very well done. And then uh, she moves on. Yep. Then we go Starts back moving through that building.
0: Then we go back to the cabin where Tyrese realizes there was an explosion in the distance of the rocket launcher. And he looks out the window and he sees the black smoke monster from Lost. He really did. It really was the black smoke monster. The black... Shh. <laughs> and uh, billowing in the wind and again Tyrese is just off his game you turn your back on a guy that's unbound in a when a babies well, right he there
1: use that distraction the guy is just calmly like is that terminus and the guy's like and Tyrese is yep
0: and then he said maybe you'll win this maybe I'm capped and the pair they talk about death and Martin repeats again that Tyrese and Judith will die today if you believe no and Tyrese is like, no, no one has to die. And he says, if you believe that no one has to die, you and that kid are you're an idiot. And it was almost akin to the that old saying that if you're sitting at down at the poker table and you look around and you can't identify the sucker, you're the sucker, Tyrese. You're gonna yeah. lose all your money tonight. Sucker. <laughs> so we go we go back to our warehouse with Gareth, and Gareth disappears into a panic after telling everyone to stay where they are. Rick begins to uh,
1: cut his tweedle dee and tweedle dumber. Yeah.
0: Oh God, the the idiots that they have killing people.
1: I ain't staying here during this fight. Don't this is your first time on the job? Don't you go messing everything up? I'll we ju- should just be doing what we're doing. I just clocked into this cannibal job yesterday. I was working at the Walmart, <laughs> <laughs> but then I got this job at the this cannibal place. This terminus. Laundry yesterday. All... all i only been here two months. I've been doing everybody's laundry. I don't understand that. Now, now, now we're doing this? No. We don't get paid
0: for a week from Tuesday, dude. What are we going to do here? Come on. So Garrett disappears as Rick begins cutting away those restraints, as we see mass panic, as flaming walkers enter Terminus, as uh, t- as we see Tasha Yar yelling Jesus. And you know when Tasha Yar yells Jesus, you're in trouble. Yeah. And uh, and the terminus people are holding their own though. They're killing anyone they could find. Carol's still walking amongst all the zombies, and uh, and the two killer. She do, this is where she does the headshots, and uh, the two idiots as we we're saying were like, "What do we do? What do we do? Let's golly, let's not kill people and let's make love and have a ha- have and get married and go live down by the fire." And then right out of nowhere, Rick comes and kills both of them he makes he, sure
1: th- just, he takes the little knife he's had that he cut three his ropes with and uh jabs one from behind in the neck and then comes up on the other one and stabs him a few times
0: yep he makes sure they're both dead and then he unties everybody and then we go back to our train cart where we see abraham and friends and basically the point of this scene is just to remind us that there's no way these people are going to be left behind and uh carl and maggie are like listen guys they're coming back for us don't worry we're we're okay we're okay. Well,
1: Eugene Eugene goes to like try to blow the door open. Eugene's going to he was trying to fix something to weaken the structure of the door.
0: <laughs> Eugene.
1: The structural integrity of the door will be weakened a little. Who knows if they are coming back for us good sons of the south.
0: <laughs> As but the so as the cannibal guys are more escaping the w- village, we, uh, see more so- we see more signs that they're all cannibals. We see, we see a lot of bodies and we see human stakes in the corners. And Rick tells the rest of his friends as, as they're escaping, he goes, don't kill them. Let them turn into walkers. They don't deserve to die.
1: Nope, they don't. They, they're cannibals. Live as cannibals.
0: Nope,
1: that's, that's it. In life. That's what you'll be in after life, After death.
0: And that, that's interesting. That's because, in a way, that in this world, that's the ultimate insult. It's not even killing you, not even making sure you're not going to change.
1: Yep.
0: So, well, uh, that's
1: also, if you, for everyone you leave alive, like Carl learned, you know, is the potential that it will come back and bite you in wherever.
0: <laughs> so, Bob wonders who these people are, and Rick's like, they're not people, they, they don't deserve death. So we see the walkers outside surrounding yet another container, which seems to be full of different group of survivors.
1: So, so we missed it? The one, the, I'm sorry, I got to rewind a little bit. The one point I was worried when they were in the lineup and Rick was going all uh, crazy talk, Gareth was holding a knife to Bob's eye. And I was worried for Bob in that moment. That's when I thought, oh, my God. They were teasing that they were going to kill Glenn this whole time on Fox. Every time he turned around, you were getting a Gotham trailer or a a Walking Dead trailer on some other channel. You know, I didn't mean Fox, but we're getting those two trailers all over the place in the last uh, few months on every channel. So I thought, oh, my God, they're threatening Bob's face. Bob opened his mouth. Bob's going to die.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: really thought Bob was a goner in that moment. That was the only time I was worried. (laughs) I like
0: Bob, but he's one of our more expendable guys on our team.
1: Right. I mean, he has a a, a budding love interest for Sasha. We can nip that in the bud just as easily as make it bloom, you know?
0: Yeah, Sasha. I couldn't think of Sasha's name earlier. So walkers are surrounding this other container, and Glenn's like, we should save these people. This is the first time we've seen old Glenn in a while. Glenn's like, we need to save these people. And Rick's like, no, we're not saving anybody. And, Rick's, and, and Glenn goes, no, that's not who we are. We're yeah, the type of
1: people in the other containers that are yelling for help.
0: Yeah. We're the type of people that save, save people. That's and, the difference
1: between us and them.
0: Yep. Yeah. And we, they let them out. And a guy, crazy guy that. <laughs> Charles Manson. <laughs> yeah. That looks like hacks on Jim Duggan had sex with we Charles have, Manson. They
1: have- we are the same. We are the same. As silent green as people. Yeah,
0: and this guy, this guy, yeah. this guy isn't Encino man that they're gonna turn into their best friend later.
1: Like you gotta ask yourself. I don't think that was necessarily ash all over his face. What did he? No. It was either feces or what? <laughs> Had to be feces.
0: After a certain point in time, you go all Miguel Alvarez and that stuff, and you start wiping poop all through the cell. You you gotta, you gotta. It's that type of thing. So he gets he gets quickly killed. He gets quickly attacked by yeah, a zombie off screen. By
1: zombies, right? Yeah, they and uh, that was the only container we opened. That was the only person we tried to save. That was also a captain.
0: This should be a uh, Walking Dead reality show where we open containers of terminus where people have to pit on Do you it. you
1: Watch what's in container number one. Terminus oh. storage
0: wars. <laughs> we have we have dead. Dead people. No. So back inside the compound, <laughs> we see Carol again, who's made it into uh, the the bounty room, the Scrooge McDuck Adams family room that has all the, the, the toys of the people that they've eaten. The watches, weapons, toys, whatever. Boys. Now, it's, it's interesting that she grabbed a watch and she put the watch into her pocket. I think
1: pocket. she recognized that as the watch that uh, Herschel gave to Glenn. No, but I think... Ever since I gave Glenn my watch uh it's always right now but or I th- it was rick's watch because rick and her had that exchange of watches oh, okay right i think I- go away so he they set their watches so she knows exactly what watch whose watch that was i think I, it was rick's watch. i'm pretty
0: sure it was rick's watch because we saw the glenn watch earlier in a, at a different time but
1: so it was it was her husband's watch that she gave to rick
0: oh in the episode that they split ways right. so so she grabs the watch, and of course she grabs uh, Daryl's crossbow because the action figures for Daryl don't want we, we to change. What did
1: she give the watch back to? Did she give the watch back to someone? We never, we never saw it? a
0: scene. We never. The only thing we saw when they met back up is her giving the crossbow back to Daryl. Uh, I'm sure that will be dealt with in our scene when we close out the Rick talking to her about her talking to Tyrese and stuff. We'll, we'll deal with the watch then. It'll, it'll probably be the next time we see all of them together. Whether it's next week or a few episodes down the road, so uh, so yeah, they grab Daryl's crossbow as I said because the Daryl action figures have the crossbow, and we need to make sure that Daryl has he's his crossbow.
1: He's got to have his crossbow. He, he, it's, he like, it's like it's like crocodile Dundee's boomerang yeah. or something, you know. His
0: the knife or, or, or Indiana Jones' hat. Yeah, they they yeah, ne- the whip. <laughs> yeah, he needs it. They he needs the he needs the crossbow. It, it's a must. So. Uh, uh, so Rick, Daryl and Bob and Glenn decide what they want to do next and uh, and they see a bunch of Terminus guys coming in with big guns cleaning out the uh, <laughs> cleaning out the middle where all the walkers are. And this is where Rick does a pretty cool almost a governor type move where he sneaks in, knocks out one of the guys that's trailing the little caboose
1: weapon oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, no, he 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 left. He sneaks up, hides, one a walker tries to get him from behind and Daryl gets the walker. And he's waiting for the last person in the group that's trying to clear out the street full of walkers, and when that last person passes him, he jumps out, takes that dude out, grabs the guy's gun, and mows down the, the people from behind.
0: Yep, all from behind: he, they're,
1: just, they're no better than the, the zombies, so they got to go. Yep, and he's, far worse than.: them.
0: A spe- because these type of people, they're doing it to their own pe- their own people. I mean, these guys are worse than the zombies when it really comes down to it.
1: Can consciously say no, we're not going to live that way. The zombies can't actually do that.
0: Oh, sorry to the person that was in here. Yeah, come back later. Come back later. Lots of Walking Dead spoilers here. Lots of spoilers from the episode. <laughs> yeah, spoiler: Rick dies. Sorry, Rick. Rick Grimes dead.
1: The whole cast is dead.
0: That they, they all we're gonna have a completely new cast next week because because everyone got killed in a zombie herd. It's called Walking Dead, the reality show. Everyone dies in a zombie herd. So uh, so Carol Carol finds her way outside. She gets all the weapons and she sneaks out. And Rick, Daryl, Bob, and Glenn decide what to do next. And Rick does this thing where he kills everyone from behind. So here's where we go to our room where we have uh, Carol enters. And we have the Carol versus Tasha Yar battle, which was really interesting. I like the scene a lot. So Tasha Yar is there pointing a gun at her. She tells Carol to turn around because she wants to see her face. What the hell? Give me a break, bad guys.
1: Right? I want to see the face. You've never seen, never, ever, ever seen a Hollywood movie. Yeah. You do what Rick did. You go up and you shoot everybody in the back. That's what you do.
0: Every time I see this, not that I'm going to encourage this movie because it's not the greatest movie in the world, but... If you want to watch a scene, watch a scene from The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, where at the end, it's an Andrew Dice Clay movie, where Andrew Dice Clay and Robert Englund, who plays Freddy Krueger, yeah, has a gun on him at the end. And he's like, why don't you drop the gun so we can fight man-to-man, mono-y-mono? He convinces the idiot villain to drop the gun. Andrew Dice Clay's like, listen, you're, you're an idiot. What do you, the man-to-man, mono y But what the, what the fuck's mono-y-mono mean anyway? And then he just <laughs> shoots him. It's like the Indiana Jones scene where the ninja's go, and Indiana Jones just looks at him and goes, eh, ah. It's yep. give me a break come on turn around Tasha you're smarter than this
1: so Carol starts to drop the weapons too and as, she turn, as she's twisting to turn around she you know squeezes off and fires a bunch of rounds out of her like assault rifle and, and uh, either gets Tasha Yar once so or just startles her enough where she drops the gun and kind of tosses it and falls on the floor and when Carol goes to run up to kick the gun, we get some good jello wrestling.
0: Yeah, we do. You, the,
1: Arbors, uh,
0: the only way to up ma- to have made that scene better would be mud or jello. Or jello. Or jello. But it wasn't well, if
1: it was jello, what color do you go with? Green. Okay.
0: You gotta go green. Katie. <laughs> it's silence. We hear crickets from Katie. <laughs> <laughs> we're not approved. Not approved by Katie. I'm
1: pretty sure she'd pick uh, Green jello.
0: <laughs> so Mary talks it's about... The,
1: wrestling.
0: the pair wrestle around for a bit. Then Mary starts talking about the signs on the wall, that the signs were as Carol gets the best of her in the fight. She explains a little bit more history on the Terminus situation. Says that it used to be a sanctuary. It was what it what it appeared to be initially. But then people came in, and they raped, and they killed, and they laughed. And, and ultimately, we, just, we came back in, we took it over, and we decided that you're either the butcher or the cattle. The butcher or the cattle. She explains it was a sanctuary. People came and took it at the butcher, the Carol. Carol goes, butcher or cattle, hey? I'm going to shoot you in the fucking leg. Pow! And then gives her one to the leg. Bam, bam!
1: It opens the door where she saw the uh, walker shadows at earlier. That's the walkers in to eat Tasha Yar. Yeah, beautiful Mary.
0: Yeah, Data would not be happy. Da- Somewhere, Data's crying. I know he doesn't. He put the emotion chip in, <laughs> and and he's watching her get destroyed and killed. This is the second time we've seen Tasha Yar get destroyed by something like that. In uh, Star Trek Next Generation, she gets destroyed by muck, by 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 black oozing muck that just suffocates yeah.
1: her. Does and, she die as a Romulan, as the Romulan too?
0: Um, I think she gets blown up in the starfighter. She might still be out here, out there. I don't think that she ever, her character ever had closure. But, I, but I could be wrong.
1: I want to say it did, but, uh, yeah, too much. We'll, we'll, okay, diff,
0: different podcast.
1: Someone, someone's gonna, someone's gonna find out and post that for us.
0: Please, please <laughs> do. Of
1: our, uh, our trekky knowledge.
0: So, but Carol initially was trying to get. The information about where rick and the group were and tasha wasn't giving up the information so carol eventually leaves uh and the opens the the, the door for the walkers to come kill tasha so back the cabin tyrese is distracted by the smoke and the approaching walkers
1: yeah a bunch of walkers start to stumble by they are headed towards terminus because of the explosion
0: and then they're distracted by the cabin, so they start to head towards the cabin, too. And this gives Martin the opportunity to dive at the baby. and He grabs Judith by the neck and places his hand around her neck. a oh, this- little
1: kick-ass, oh, no! <laughs>
0: and this is the second time this has happened to this poor baby in a few weeks. If you think of, if the, think of the timetable with a little girl choking the neck, she, this baby's going to have a weird fetish when she gets older, and she's not going to know oh, why.
1: Don't go there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> But she's threatening, that it's threatening to break the neck of the poor baby and kill her. Yeah,
1: that's pretty sick, huh? It's, this kid's going to do anything. And then at that point, he's like, you know, put your weapons on the floor. Tyrese, you big fucking asshole. Shoot him in the face. Yep, now. He's not going to hurt the baby. You shoot him in the face, the baby's fine.
0: But th- I guess that's why I'm joking, but no one's going to, you really think he was going to kill the baby?
1: Uh, he's definitely going to do something that's going to cause it pain. If you don't do it, you're going to hear that baby scream. No, I, I, don't best, think he's going to the best kill. Best case it. scenario is, if you do anything this guy tells you to do, he's going to kill you and the baby also, or at least kill you and then take the baby off to this awful place that he was talking. We don't about. negotiate it's with terrorists. Situation, here. you open fire and pray for the best. We which don't. Is essentially, what he ends up having to do anyway.
0: Yeah, we don't negotiate with terrorists.
1: We do not negotiate with cannibal terrorists. No. Nope. We, don't. we don't. Right. Which is why which is why, okay, so you're gonna keep this guy alive, but you know what? Cut his Achilles while you're sitting there waiting. You know, he might yell and scream now, but eventually he's gonna stop. And then when the zombies get close, you stab him a few more times so he starts yelling and screaming again, making noise. And get the fuck away. But you don't, like, leave this guy in a position where his feet are unbound or he's in within reaching distance or, or quick hop distance of, of the baby that you're trying to protect. Ridiculous.
0: So Martin urges Tyrese, him. you
1: fucking moron.
0: Martin, Martin urges him to go outside and, or he'll kill the baby. As the walkers are banging on the walls, we hear, baby, uh, we hear the baby and crying.
1: Walker's banging on the walls and he's said, Tyrese, go out there. Go out there, Tyrese. Kill and him. He does.
0: Yep, and He does. He leaves, and uh, but and we set up the drama. We go to commercial, and we come back, and we hear the sounds outside that sound like Tyrese might be getting his ass kicked, but we know Tyrese isn't going to die here, and not off screen, as Martin dives again for his walkie-talkie back inside. Suddenly, it's silence, and the dude walks. There's
1: a big bang. A couple of there's Tyrese screams, and there's three big thuds against the side of the wall that looks like Tyrese is trying With the scream. It looks like Tyrese is about to come through the wall. Like the, the dust has fallen from the log cabin and everything. It's pretty gnarly. And Martin, yes,
0: I mean. and Martin makes another idiot bad guy mistake where he creeps up to the door to see if anything's going on. He's just like, right. instead of
1: taking, taking shelter in the corner, barricading yourself in and staying quiet.
0: Or at least keeping the baby close to you. Right. And uh, Tyrese busts down the door and knocks him down and punches him and punches him. And the yeah, guy goes,
1: well, he punches him just once at first and then holds the knife to his neck. And the guy's like, yeah, do it. Go ahead. See, now you get it.
0: And Tyrese goes, no, I
1: won't. I won't. I won't. Don't hit people. This is why you don't yeah. hit people. You use your words. You Use your words. This is why you, you don't hit. hit people. This is why you don't hit people. Do not use babies as
0: rants. <laughs> Repeat. And again, do not Rock, use man. babies as Rock. You damned cannibal bastards! <laughs> so, <laughs> so we go back to terminus, and uh, and right I broke this down right after Tyrese walks out of the door after killing, killing this guy or beating the shit out of this guy. Uh, it's an excellent shot of the, of a kind of a pan up of the house and the dead walkers around the house, and uh,
1: they're like impaled. There's one. There's like two impaled on these big spikes that are uh, that have been like used to fortify the house and one just like laying there on the ground like tyrese like seriously he went house on them
0: like. yeah that was pretty awesome so yeah. so we that go Pretty awesome. so we go back to terminus and walkers are still seen all around and surrounding the container where maggie and company are are trying to sharpen some of their weapons that they have and this is where we find out a little bit more about the cure uh they pre one of them's pressing it's
1: starting to sound more and more like it's a bunch of bullshit too you know, it's, a you it's a hunch.
0: It's a hunch. It's it's and Eugene still won't mention. Yeah, it's classified. I mean, he eventually does give some more background where he says, without talking about the cure, he he starts going. If I told even told step by step an FA act with a red ring around it, <laughs> the cure is gonna die with me.
1: Right. Yeah. And then he, I was on a team of ten men who used who were trying to. Uh, of scientists who were using pathogens to fight other deadly pathogens and because i was in an elite circle of scientists i was in privy to conversations and and you know drinks were poured and (laughs) meals were eaten and conversations were had and things and i saw ferris at 31
0: flavors last night and i
1: saw (laughs) (laughs) ferris
0: And since I since I saw Ferris at 31 Flavors last night, I know that since we have bombs and diseases that can take out humans, we have bombs and diseases that can take out all the walkers. Okay. Right.
1: And that's what I'm going to go tell them. But about. problem
0: is once you do that, the first other person that dies again is going to start the problem again. Cuz you still are eliminating
1: unless this is a pathogen that everybody's infected with some sort of maybe pathogen like he's saying, deadly pathogen. So if you use the pathogen that fights the pathogen, maybe it transfers to everybody and if you die then, you no longer are reanimated.
0: Yeah, Who is who is on first and what's on second and I don't know is definitely on third base with this one. Yeah. It's a little bit of Star Trek babble going on. So here. He
1: lets, he lets that, that little bit slip and everybody's just like, oh, okay. And
0: he said he at least we could take out every... So-
1: is oh is going to work, but he knows the exact pathogens that will do it, apparently. Right. He says a
0: few a few alterations and <clears throat> I could target every walker on Earth and kill them all. Right. And that would be pretty badass.
1: That would be.
0: That's what I mean that's what he said. Dude. But he
1: says then he says but here's the thing. I'm not fleet of foot. <laughs> so when this door opens, please don't let me die. Yeah. There. It may- I can't kill them with just a bare fist. Now,
0: which raises the question, is this guy just. Uh...
1: Which is why it made me think, wow, it sounded more and more like bullshit the way he's like he's about to get grilled about, you know, and he gave a slick answer. There's no doubt he's fast with his tongue. Is but... this
0: is this like me making friends with the biggest kid at a party? So if anyone starts problems, I know I'm friends with the biggest kid.
1: Yes, it's why you stand next to me. At yeah, every it's, party it's why
0: it's why we started to be friends <laughs> oh. in the first place. Because you're the because t- I'm like oh, if I get in trouble, you'll bail me out. It's it's, it's the... why
1: you're always five feet away from me when we're in a bar. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, I never leave your side. but but that's beside the point but so so is that so is it the same sort of thing here where he's making this up just for people to protect him because he knows this is his trick to be able to survive longer is
1: certainly the way it felt isn't it like that's the way it felt to me and i don't know especially with the looks eugene was given like the the looking out the corner of his eye he looked nervous good acting maybe he was supposed to look that way you know mm -hmm. but uh it certainly made it feel like He could be bullshitting and using that. That's his only way that he's going to... He's a nerd. He's been teased and picked on and punched. And, you know, what's your favorite... What kind of video game were you? RPGs, (laughs) first-person shooters, this, that, the other thing. I could make a battery out of nickels and some bleach and some sodium or whatever the fuck he said. Ah, no. And I'm like, this kid's had his ass kicked many, many times with his badass mullet. So maybe this is his... The only way he sees that he can survive in this world. It's him trying to, how else can I survive? I can convince them to drive to Washington, D.C. That should take a couple of months, maybe a year, in this, with the roads the way they are. Who knows?
0: I guess I just, if that guy at the beginning in season one at the CDC can't do it, I don't think the mullet man can.
1: But, right. Well, he's he was on a special team of 10 scientists. Yeah. Military, like we're using, that we're trying to mechanize pathogens that kill other pathogens. So it's a different kind of thing where that other guy was the CDC who's responsible for keeping humans alive and controlling the deadly things that we already know about. Maybe, at, mi-
0: maybe at minimum, he can create some cool grenades that can kill thousands of walkers in, a sh- in one shot. That might be kind of cool. So uh, they eventually are freed by Rick and they're all escaping, killing walkers. Kind of like in an impressive fashion, it it seemed like a long time since we've seen almost our full team of heroes going zombie killing crazy, which happened in this scene. We just saw everyone just killing and killing everywhere, every every walker or human in their path as Terminus burns around them. And uh, they shot down a couple of Terminus guys. I couldn't tell if one of them was that main guy, but they definitely shot Rick shot a bunch of the terminus guys on his way out. Well,
1: yeah, no, no. Uh, Gareth was on when, as they were getting close to the, uh, to the gate and everything, and basically where they, uh, where they got herded back to the container A, or wherever the heck they were, there was um, Gareth was on the roof, and he shot around, and it looked like Gareth got got
0: hit. Yeah, but Gareth is alive. But spoiler! He, yeah, alert,
1: oh yeah, he's not dead. Yeah, Gareth is he's definitely alive. Definitely not dead. He'll be back. He was definitely alive, and like hit his hip or his shoulder yeah, or something stupid he, like
0: he's, that. He's he's coming back. They they gave Come
1: him. Come on, we already learned this lesson with the governor, didn't we? Didn't yeah. we already learn this lesson? And like Merle leave the psychopath alive after you murder. A whole bunch of people that he loves.
0: Yeah, and that's what Rick was saying a little bit in a few minutes here. Or
1: pretends to love anyway.
0: And that's why Rick was completely correct later in a few minutes when he's the only one that wants to go back and make sure they're all dead, and everyone's like, "No, let's just move on." It's Which like also
1: what he says when they first get free is, "Kill every single one of them. Don't hesitate. Yep. No matter what they say. Just sh- if you see them, kill them. If you don't recognize them, kill them immediately."
0: Now, this is when it happens. They make it to the woods and they dig up the bag of guns and Rick urges everyone we need to go back and MDK everybody we get, get in contact with. We need to kill every single one of them and their children. We need to make sure. I
1: agree with that move here. I absolutely agree with that move here.
0: He thinks he thinks WWSD and he knows it's the right thing to do and kill everybody.
1: Because the thing is, too, is is where they're definitely, you know, they're eating people that's something that everybody in this community knows that's not a secret there's no <coughs> excuse me there's no hiding that fact you know so that warrants the destruction of this town whereas in Mayberry you don't know if everybody was was culpable or if it was just the governor
0: no which we, you we... know that
1: if people is the main course of food that everybody in this town is is culpable and everybody must die once they've gone there there's no going you're not coming back from that you're always going to be able to find a meal and a stranger that you come across in the street. I can kill them, cut their thigh off real quick. I got a meal for the night, move on. They'll get eaten by a walker by the end of the day.
0: Yeah, unless you're skiers trapped on a mountain and eating it for sustenance, you go cannibal. You don't go back.
1: Correct. Yeah, not if you're for any amount of time eating people. like. No,
0: no, that, that's a tough thing to where come back get from. you it
1: down to a science where you've got, you got the place set up to herd people into their... Their their cattle stall, cattle crate, whatever it is.
0: No, that they were a business. They were they were going
1: to do with Judith. They're going to make veal out of Judith. I, I said that earlier. Don't don't. Go... <laughs> I
0: go. Is this a del? Is is she a delicacy?
1: Uh, yeah, that's why he wasn't going to hurt the baby. Like he he didn't break the baby's neck. He was. Mmm, them's good eats.
0: So suddenly Carol appears to everyone. Who you
1: get to cook the baby, Alton Brown or uh, Bobby Flay? <laughs>
0: you you get Emerald, so he can go bam,
1: bam, bam. bam. <laughs>
0: so, so Carol appears, and uh, to everyone's surprise, especially Daryl, who gets really excited to see his crossbow. I can't tell if he's more excited to see the crossbow or or uh, or or Carol, but he so gets. He
1: runs over. He gives Carol a big fat hug. Yeah. He is. He was devastated when Carol didn't come back. He is so happy to see her. I'm very happy for Daryl. And I really got to say that somehow, somewhere, not only did Carol Rambo up and take down this compound like a badass with all that zombie blood all over her face, rubbed in her hair. so She had like red hair, right? She was dirtied up. Yeah, she had maybe some poncho on that had all the blood and guts on it too to protect those clothes that she's wearing. But she got really clean. By the time this battle was over, she killed Tasha Yar. She got out of there without getting killed by any zombies, and met up with the crew at their buried stash with the weapons and the watch. And her face was spotless, her hair was perfect. She was ready to see her man. I'm not gonna go see my Daryl all bloodied and zombied up. She
0: had she had some handy wipes left over from the prison. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: she had something. <laughs> they have to have something she for the baby.
0: She was using some of the baby, uh, tidy the butt the butt wipe things. <laughs> she
1: had the baby
0: wipes. Baby wipes. Yeah, she cleaned her face with the baby wipes.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, it was pretty. I, I, that was a a flaw in my mind <laughs> and uh, uh, and how that went. She should have been. Filthy still. How did she get so clean? Or at least they could have showed us her stopping at a sink while zombies were roaming around behind her to wash her face and hands, or a stream or something. But no, she's just... Did you catch it? Did you catch Yeah, that? I mean, she looked a little clean, She, but but the same, well, same... On your second watch, you're gonna be like, holy shit. She had, like, schmear face, <laughs> and now she's just clean. Now what she
0: looks, looks like Jamie Lee Curtis at her best. She's like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Look at <laughs> I drink Activia, Activia.
1: Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So so Rick asks she looked like the crazy guy. She looked like Charlie Manson's smeared face counterpart.
0: <laughs> so Rick asks uh asks Carol if that was her that went all Rambo and she says yes and then Rick gives her a hug and she tell and she tells Rick to come with her follow me if you want to live. And they approach the cat the cabin as they look out and Rick sees that Tyrese has baby Judith. Rick runs over to Tyrese and Tyrese's sister, Sasha, runs over. And the families are reunited. We have a, ha- which is really scary because we have a happy ending at the very beginning of a season of The Walking Dead, which means <laughs> this could only go to bad places.
1: It was a happy ending. Yeah, you got to come with me. We have full reunited. Everybody. Michonne, Everybody together, right? Michonne
0: even smiled. Except Beth. Beth, yeah, except for Beth. that's the forgotten person. And uh, we almost even see emotion out of Eugene. We almost see a smile out of Eugene.
1: I'll say this. Katie, me, who I cry at everything. I'm like Mr. Mr. Waterworks. And I think the only thing we we're missing was some cheesy-like music, which would which would have ripped it out of me. But Katie was in tears at the reunion there of uh, of Daryl and Carol and then uh, Rick and Judith there. I th- she was on... Uh- the baby was, a, was the best child actor I've seen in a while.
0: Yeah, sure. way, way better than Sons of Anarchy. That's for damn sure. Oh,
1: God, that boy is awful. <laughs> we'll
0: get into that in a different podcast.
1: Blank, blank flat, ass <laughs> oh, oh, my God.
0: I'm sad, Daddy. I want to go back to school.
1: Yeah, he's a walker. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> he's,
0: he's, oh. An a, he's an advertisement why it's better to just write the kids out, why it's better to go, what happened to the kid in the show? Rather than forcing the kid to act.
1: As much as a fan as I am of Sons of Anarchy, I think and, and like Charlie Hunnam, I think that the guy from the Vikings should have actually played that role. No, we'll,
0: we'll get into that in a different podcast. And the
1: Vikings wouldn't have him, so forget that idea. That would have been horrible because the Vikings would have been So
0: Tyrese explains to Carol what happened yeah. with Martin and that whole situation. <laughs> <a> <laughs> and uh, and he reveals to him that he had to kill Martin because Martin was going to kill Judith. Now with uh, lots of walkers, hand around Judith's neck, etc., cetera, etc. Carol cetera, looks reveal uh, relieved that everything seems to be going okay, and she's accepted back into the group. But she still looks a little bit unsure, and it seems like Rick almost immediately starts the rictatorship again, <laughs> rictatorship two electric boogaloo, where she starts to where he starts to kind of uh, control things. Everyone, we're gonna go over here and do this, but
1: where, where are we gonna go? But where? Oh, yeah, yeah, and and and. You're absolutely right. You not only got the sense of that, but Abraham immediately felt it too. Yeah, it, you know that you know, and I think they've been in the in that crate for a while together too. So he knows immediately that all these people know Rick. Rick's their leader, and now there's no more. Okay, now we're all marching to Washington D.C. That's not going to fly. Well, Rick's Abraham, got whole they got a thing. That's it.
0: Abraham mentioned that he needs to wait a little bit to breach that subject to Rick.
1: Yeah, with uh, his little, with his girlfriend. With his girlfriend there.
0: So as they pass one of the signs for Terminus, Rick put, puts up a no to say above Sanctuary, to say no Sanctuary. Excuse me. But, you know, that really doesn't help because unless he wants to do the Khaleesi thing where he goes and takes down every single one of the slaves, because uh, the, there is... There's hundreds and upon hundreds of those scattered around the area leading the tracks leading up to terminus. So I hope Rick intends to stop at every train stop and put a no sanctuary up on every single one of those signs. But it was a good ca- t- capper off to the episode where he just writes no, sa- no sanctuary. And, and that's the end of our time with the, with the group for the episode. Then we go back and
1: yeah, we see him duck off behind the sign, Like everybody else had already, I guess the, uh, taking a left off of the track behind the sign. But as it pans off the sign a little bit, we see Rick duck behind the sign and into the woods.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we switch back to another then scene where, like we saw at the beginning of the episode containing, uh, we see Tasha Yar again, a woman's being dragged out, about to be killed. The people inside the container insist that they will take, ba- take it back, take Terminus back. And Mary, Tasha, says to Carol, you're either the butcher or the cattle. We hear that saying again. It's all well, right.
1: We'll, we see the we first we see the uh, door open, or is this when we see the door open and the big monster goes and hey, get that one? And yeah. the girl screams, "Oh, not again! Yeah, not, not again. again! Not again! Not again!" And oh. He drags her out of the out of the crate and slams the door behind him. Yeah.
0: So horrible stuff happened to these people. And Did- so
1: that's when we see that that the a beginning flashback was also in the past. It was what. Tasha Yar was talking about to Carol. Yeah.
0: The gang raping and stuff.
1: Originally, this was a sanctuary for everybody. People came there. People found life good and pleasant. And then these men, these, these awful people came and destroyed it, raped and pillaged and laughed.
0: Johnson and Johnson still in business. Thank you, listener. (laughs) And, uh, the, this is where it gets interesting. again, uh that's
1: one of my favorite parts of the episode
0: the scene the ends cuts off and uh we and we, we we were capped off with our terminus people we get even more care and emotion about who these people were then we get our closing credits and then if you stuck around we get a little bit of the avenger thing happening at the end of the episode at the very end of the episode the show cuts back from the credits when the credits end we get to the train tracks and We see a a man walking down the train tracks in what looks like a superhero outfit of some sort. He comes,
1: well, yeah, like a traveler outfit. He comes to the to the sign Rick spray painted, and we see him from the back, all bundled up.
0: Yep, and and he takes out and following the group, and yeah. he takes off the mask. And who is it? It's fucking Morgan. Morgan's Morgan, back again.
1: Yeah. Our season one dad, who gets left behind in the in the in the town that Rick has... Is- Rick is from wife, dead wife we can't kill, ends up eating his son, and Rick and Carl end up, or not Rick and Carl, Rick and uh, yeah Rick Carl and Michonne, Michonne find him, and he's got the town set up to be this gauntlet to catch and kill zombies. He's not going to let that happen to anyone else. He'll kill them all. He'll fight off any intruders that come. So it's good to see that he's abandoned that place. Maybe something something came through there over random random out. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. How long he stays following the group? If he joins up with the group,
0: it'll be interesting what to. see.
1: You saw like how Carol destroyed that place. How long has he been watching for? And uh, how long was it when he came until they came up to that sign?
0: And who knows what his agenda will be? If he'll come in as a positive force or as a negative force to the group, and how much it will change some of the dynamics that are set up right now. I do know having not not be, not being someone that's completely familiar with the comic books from beginning to end in the storylines, I do know that I've been told on many occasions that he's a much bigger part of the books than he was the television show. So it would be interesting to see him become more a part of the show again cuz he's one of the characters the people
1: the rumors have always been about the show that it's going to try to get back to its books.
0: Yeah. The so 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 that's it, Joe. We are done. This is the we're back. Here we are and the, the Walking Dead is back. I'm really excited about this episode. It was it was a great way to get The Walking Dead back with lots of killing, lots of energy. They really hyped up this opening, and I think it really delivered on all cylinders. I mean, what did a couple things not match up? Of course they didn't. It's The Walking Dead, but that's fine. It's fun. As long as it's as long as the Walking Dead is fun, that's all that matters. And I had a shit ton of fun watching this episode and talking about it, man. Oh yeah. Great stuff.
1: I, I, it definitely lived up to to the whatever hype that I missed, I'm sure it lived up to for viewers. I just was extremely excited and anxious to get this season started right from the end of last season, you know, and I think that this episode held up brilliant, well-written, well-acted. The only little problem I had was Carol's cleanliness when she came back <laughs> up with all of them. Aside from that, oh, I'm still very excited for the rest of the uh the season
0: me so. too man so and i'm re- i'm excited to talk to you again about some more episodes and more television programs so everybody thank you so much for tuning into this episode of post episode issues i'm phil the issues guy and this is I joe
1: I tell them to watch the interviews from the uh the walking dead conventions that we went to the stalking dead absolutely walker, walker con. stalker con uh, there's a bunch of interviews up on the youtube channel you should check them out um, Michael Cudlitz great guy we didn't get to interview him but he gave me a nice little pen in Abraham's army
0: yeah and we're gonna have some uh
1: nice Kudlitz. and uh there'll be some something coming up of some other people Doug Tate yep one of the Jasons um one of the
0: mayor Joe Hale
1: mayor Joe Hale yep who else did we get
0: uh there, I there'll be an interview released with um us talking to Sophia
1: oh yeah Sophia also with um with the prisoner the prisoner rip kills
0: that yeah i forget his name but that was probably the most fun we, we gomez or whatever his name is uh, gomez, yeah was, he was a little drunk and we had a good drunk discussion with him and i'll i'll get to work on put, posting a lot of that stuff up this week now that i have i'm um, all set up and moved in so everyone will be back to a full-time action with the walking dead
1: if you didn't, if you didn't see any of our episodes last season, if you're tuning in for the first time, Mayor Joe Hale is the leader of the chain, the claimed gang that yes, Daryl's with, that uh, that Rick bites his his Jeff Cobb, Jeff
0: Co- Cober. Cober. right,
1: who's also in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So questions from from both of those, check them out.
0: Yeah. So everybody, thank you so much. We will talk to you next time. Later.